What's everybody? My name is Brandon Quinn, Sports Talker Brandon. On this Thursday, today we're gonna to be talking about NXT. Uh, last night, last night's NXT, and also I'm gonna do the predictions for NXT in your house, NXT Takeover in your house. Excuse me, for this Sunday, and go through those matches. Also, there's a little bit of sports news that I want to talk about right before that. We're gonna get into all that. Let's get started. Um, so first off, as of yesterday, we heard from the NFL officially that. Like, a, they are going to let teams go back to their training facilities to practice. They do not do any remote practice. But also within that, they are thinking about if the season does start, they might have to ask players to take pay cuts, depending on how whenever the season does start. That has not been official yet. Um, on top of that, baseball's owners rejected the MLB Player Association's proposal to do 104 games. And like baseball will not play the rest of play all this year, which should be the case. And lastly, um, the NBA is thinking of a way of trying to do a tournament to finish out their season, according, according to Adam Silver when he talked the other day, um, but no really details were put in some for that as well. Uh, but let's get into NXT last night. It, actually started, it was actually a pretty good show. I'll give you my little thoughts at first before I go into the show proper. Pretty good show. I think it built up everything pretty well. I was thoroughly entertained. I think the one thing that was kind of odd was the ending. I'll mention that because I don't really... The story was different than what I expected, but it had a happy ending, which is a good thing. Um, so we started off the night with a message pre-announced last week, which was Candice Ray versus Mia Yim. This feud has been brewing through uh, Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano because they, uh, Candice and uh, Johnny had those two dinner segments at their house the past two weeks ago. Not this past week, but the week prior. And then last week, Mia Yim and uh, Keith Lee did a segment like pairing that dinner and calling them out. So this was the match that culminated into that. The match started off fast and hot. Um, Good medium just starts hitting strikes after strikes, knocking Candace down. Candace was getting frustrated. Finally, after a bit, um, it, um, they were still going back and forth. Candace gets spilled to the outside. Candace is about to walk off up the ramp, say, I'm done with this. Medium follows her, chases her up. Once she chases her up, they start brawling. Ref is counting to 10. Double count out. Not the greatest finish ever. But I kind of figured it wasn't going to be a double count out because I didn't really think they're going to have either woman lose um, in this case. As that count, after that count, it happens you see Raquel Gonzalez and um, Dakota Kai come out. Also, you see Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart come out. They have a brawl, big brawl on stage. Then Johnny Gargano comes out because all those girls went back to the back. Gargano comes out to help me help Candace, his wife, out. Um, with me am then oddly enough the the North American Championship champion comes out Keith Lee in sweatpants and a hoodie and pretty much runs Johnny and Candace to the ring. He helps me am up his real life girlfriend. Oddly enough, <laughs> some little play, little bit play in real life. Um, they they he helps her up. They're gonna run in the ring. They. Candace and Johnny run out the ring by the head of the ramp. And then the ring announcer says, according to from Ray and Regal, we're going to have a tag team match. 
starting after starting next. While Johnny's in no form to wrestle, neither is Keith Lee, but Keith Lee could probably wrestle in the hoodie and sweatpants and be fine. Makes sense. So we have a mixed tag team match. After the commercial break, we come back, they start the match. It's a pretty decent match. Candace and um Lee or Candace and Johnny are trying not to really do the match. Candace starts out the match with me AM. Drops her with a massive um kick. Then uh Miriam had one at one point. Uh, Johnny breaks that up. Then they go outside. Uh, Kansas is trying to attack Lee. Lee shrugs that off. Candace actually gets on her, Lee's back, like tries to choke him out with like a like a sh- uh, grab, uh, like a super hold. That's nothing of it. Lee just pretty much walks back up on the steps of the ring, rocks on, knocks her off. <laughs> Johnny's in the ring. She gets he gets kicked by me and him, and Candace like uh, I'm just gonna shit the ring. Get steps back in the ring. Get not get kicked with a boot from Yim, and then uh, Keith Lee gets in the ring. Throat pretty much swings Johnny across the ring. Swings Johnny across the ring again. This match is pretty much gonna be won by um, me and Yim. And Candice, but Johnny has an ace up the hole, ace up his sleeve, which was he had a pair of keys. He hits a uh, pair of like car keys, looks like, hits Keith Lee with them, gets the one, two, three. Lee gets staggered on the rope. Medium's trying to help him. Johnny then goes and hit this like. Uh, then he had Lee has his hand in the in, outside of the ring next to the ring steps. Johnny kicks those. He hurts his hand. This, I think of this match, it was a decent match. I knew it was kind of be, I kind of figured the tag team match was going to happen. I didn't, I wasn't really expecting it. It was fun nonetheless. I think the story has been good. Um, I'll get to the, there's a bit after, there's a bit later on the show that kind of does something else for, does something else for takeover um, in your house, but I'll mention that in a bit. But overall, I'm getting a little match. I think Johnny and Keith Lee from the American House will be fun. Johnny's going to heal it up a lot. I think Keith Lee is going to want to destroy him. So, good booking. Very good booking for that. Um, but overall, fun match. I kind of wish the medium Kansas story match went a little bit longer. Because it was it was getting good at the end. Um, but we're on TV, so I understand why not. Um, right after that, we have the Prime Target. Which is going to be um, Prime Target. Targets. We have two in this episode, but this is the first one. Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, and um, Velveteen Dream. So Cole starts off. Cole's just talking about he's been a long-term champion for a full year. He's held the belt for so long. He's one of the greatest champions. The normal, like, heel stick, like he's one of the greatest ever. Um, then the, he says the guys want to throw him something special. A limo pulls up. All the guys are inside. He tells the the limo driver to open the door. They had and and Johnny uh, Cole was like, "What's with the special occasion?" Well, you've been and Roddy says you've been champion for a year, and we think you deserve, you know, something special to commemorate that occasion. And they head off. Um, we cut to Velveteen Dream. Dream is rollerblading around full sail around the area and just kind of saying. 
you know, this is a spot where he threw me off the truck. This is a spot where we started our feud. This is he's recounting all these little spots. And it was actually really interesting to see Dream. Dream did a really good job of just not being um being himself, but also just having fun with the promo. His last couple ones have been kind of weird. I think this is the first one he's really leaned into it and really had fun with it. And during this prime target, you could tell that he was just having a ton of fun. Um then we cut to different uh, talking heads in this case, or report uh, podcasters like Kurt McAf- uh, McAfee, uh, jo- uh, Roberts, and uh, I forget the other dude's name, but they all were talking about the match and who they thought was going to win and who thought who was going to be on top. And um, I really was. Um, I really was surprised. I think they did a good job with this prop target. Then we cut to back to the Indian area. They talked. They were talking at a restaurant. Cole wants to do a toast. They need some like really really nice food. I don't know what kind of restaurant this was, but they really you know he's saying you know we're toasting to me being champion and me staying champion basically. And then then Velvet Dream Dream ends with him on the couch with two ladies waking the couch. He tells ladies to bring in a mirror. It's a mirror like the uh, mirror mirror on the wall kind of thing. He says that, and the mirror points to the person. I don't know who the person was. That gives like himself kind of like play two characters. But um, you know who's going to be the greatest, champ, you know, best champion at all. You know, in the mirror says he is, and and it ends in a good way because Dream feels confident. Dream's ready. Dream knows what he has to do. Dream has to you know prepare. And I think it's McAfee said, yeah, McAfee said. It reminds you of Dennis Rodman. He said it's flamboyant. He's flamboyant. He's off the cuff, but when he gets in the ring or gets on the court, he know he needs he know what he needs to do. And I, it was I don't know if that comparison I don't know if it's just he said off the and McAfee's podcast is true like it's not a it's actually a really good podcast it is a good podcast like he was saying he was not saying that scripted it was off the cuff and I think that's a pretty apt comparison but I think also. You can just see Dream's personality really shine through through his way of his, you know, his talking and his mannerisms and everything. So that's the big thing. I think that's gonna be the thing you're gonna see in this match. Um, it is called a backyard or back lot brawl. Is what the match is gonna be. I wonder how that's gonna work. Um, but I'll give you my predictions later. Later for that. We get to the end of the show. But let's continue on. Then we cut to. Um, what happened after this? It's kind of weird because this. I don't. Oh no! Yes, I, I do remember this. We cut to Dexter Loomis because Dexter Loomis is going to talk about. He's with. I forget the actual interviewer's name, but she she interviews Dexter Loomis saying, "What do you think about the Antiquity Era?" So he pretty much didn't say anything. He goes off camera, grabs an easel, and has some markers and starts drawing. Well, we don't come back to that for a good. We don't come back to about halfway through the show. After that, we we see an interview with Drake Maverick. Maverick's coming into the coming to full sale and pretty much says it could be the greatest day of my life. It could be the worst day of my life. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I could have chocolate cake. I could have cookies. I could have all the stuff. But also, if I want, and I, but I had to keep my finger for wrestling. But that's not even guaranteed anymore. He's pretty much saying it's a it's a win or loss situation. Either way it goes, I have no pressure on me. And I thought Drake Maverick's promos have been so good, and he's done a good a good job. 
even with all that's going on, he's done a good job of making himself look really over. He's a good talker, good wrestler. Man can, man can do. He is very good at what he does because he's he's formerly Rockstar Spud. So I understand like his 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 mannerisms, everything are amazing. Um, I I'm gonna be interested. I I when that promo started, I was like, I'm really looking forward to this match. I'm looking forward to what this match is gonna be. Then we cut to a match. I think it was. Yes. We cut to Isaiah Swerve Scott and Tony Neese having a match. This match was actually really fun and really interesting. Scott wins. But before Scott wins, we have a strike from Jake, uh, Jack Gallagher. Um, and formerly Gentleman. I think it's formerly Gentleman Jack Gallagher, but Jack Gallagher now has a heel. He comes down, tries to attract Swerve. Doesn't work. Swerve picks up the win. Jack Keller runs in the ring. Swerve runs off. This match was so much fun. You could see the fire and passion in Isaiah Swerve Scott. He re- he was ready to beat up Tony Nese. He he was mad at him, and they just kept going pillar to post with each other throughout this match. And you know, Dean's is doing his thing because I have all the muscles, I have the abs, all that kind of stuff. And Swerve's just charisma. I'm, you know, I'm the not the bad boy, but I'm kind of that outlier. I thought that was really interesting. Um, really fun match. I Swerve Scott's going to be a cute champion eventually because I think he's good for it. Um, then we see we go back to Dexter Loomis. He finishes your drawing, and the interviewer, which I forgot again, forgot her, forgot, forgot her name, says, "What a masterpiece!" And then one of the commentators, I think it's Moro. I think Moro and yeah, Morrow says it, and then Todd Phillips says it. I think Todd Phillips agrees. It's, is that an image of the Undisputed Era tied up and Desk Loomis is driving the car? Which is kind of creepy. And Becca's like, that's kind of creepy. Super creepy. And you're like, oh. Because Loomis' whole thing, he wants to, he's obsessed with the Era. Hasn't said anything really. Hasn't really cut any promos. What are you obsessed with the Era? Interesting plot point. Um, then. We get an announcement that we're gonna have a tag team triple tag team match uh, for the normal one contender to the tag team titles, who's held by Imperium. It's gonna be Burton Larkin versus uh, Undisputed Era, which is Roddy and Fish, um, and a mystery tag team. Then we cut to um, the women's prime target, um, prime target. A documentary. This one was really interesting. I love this. Um, this one, I think this one was a lot better than the men's because they really went into everything and talked about everything. So it starts off with EO. She's underwater and she's just saying, you know, I'm the strongest. I'm one of the stronger champions in this. Uh, one of the strongest people in this match. I'm going to be champion. I'm going to pin you, Charlotte Fire, all this stuff. Then, um, you know, she just wants to be that champion. Then you cut to uh, you cut to uh, Rhea Ripley. She's at home. She's making breakfast. She's getting ready to train. She wakes up early in the morning. She's ready to go, and she's talking to Carl. And she feels like I was on top of the world. I won my 2019 ended so perfectly, and now my 2020s started off so bad. But I'm gonna get back on top of that mountain. I'm gonna beat Charlotte Flair. I'm gonna do what I need to do. And I this was actually a really good promo because I think it. It made her more babyface, and I think the only thing is, 
yes, the booking was kind of weird, like Charlotte winning, but it has worked out in your in her in her favor, and she's done really good work character work. Um, then the last person cuts to was actually um, it cuts to Charlotte Flair. Flair's in the ring just training, and she finally, you know she talks about I was one of the first classes at NXT. I used I won the you know women's championship. By the way, I forgot to mention in the men's one and in this one you had Natty talk. In the women's one you also had um, Drew McIntyre talking the men's one. Um, and Natty said I was there when she won her first championship. She's a strong woman, and she talks about Io and how Io is one of the best in Japan. She's been the best one around the world. You don't know what she can do next. I'm looking forward to seeing what she does next. Um, and I think Charlotte comes off really well because she's right. She's one of the top. She won. She started out NXT. She's homegrown. She's one of the top ladies in NXT. She won that championship. Um, she's done so much for that brand and have making that brand where it is now. With, I don't know if this was a heel kind of promo. It seemed like they. I don't know if it's a heel promo or a base promo. Couldn't really tell. Tell, but I think they did a good job of understanding where where to go with it. So I don't think it was too one side or the other. It's kind of in the middle. Then we cut to the tag team match that's about to happen. You see Roddy and them training backstage. That tag team match was next. So you see you see uh, Burton, you see uh, Undertaker come out, Burton Larkin, and they're waiting in the ring. And we have the return of Fandango. Uh, or Breezango, Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Um, I was actually not expecting this. I was like, oh, who are they going to bring back? Good point. They brought back the man I should have thought they brought back. <laughs> the Drake's Face Men, which is kind of apropos after the launch this week. They even mentioned that. It was kind of funny. Um, I always love the fact that Beth Phoenix is like always into them, like super into them. Nevertheless, it fun little match. I love that Tyler Breeze and Virgin Larkin teamed up to get rid of the Unspeed Era. Eventually, it ended up just breaking down to a smosh because they were they couldn't go less. Era got some. Era got on the front foot to get back in the match. After that, after they got back in the match, you saw that. Um, it was a back and forth. Breeze won with the uh, jumping jumping leg drop, or no, Fandango won with the leg drop, which is called the last the last dance. Go for the name as well. Um, pens Birch, I think he pens Birch. He pens one of the Birch or Larkin. I don't think he pens one of the Unspeed Era. They win. They're gonna get the tag team shot against Imperium. Imperium walks out as they're celebrating. Imperium walks out. They go down to the ring. They get out of the ring. Go down towards them. Guess who else walks out? Malcolm Bivens and Indy Share. I think that's they're called. The two big lads that they just hired. So we have a three. It's a pretty stacked tag team. Indy Share, Malcolm, uh, Indy Share, Imperium, Burke and Larkin, Birch and Larkin, uh, Brizango, or yeah, Brizango, and Undisputed Era. So. I'm looking to see where this match, these you know, these matches go, and I'm so and I'm so having fun with this tag team division. It's been really fun. Um, 
Then we're gonna get. Then we get the announcement. This is the thing I was gonna talk about from earlier. The announcement of six woman tag, which will be Tegan Knox, Chelsea Blackheart, and Mia Yim against Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and the and uh, Candice LeRae. I think this is going to be the first match of the night. This will probably be the pre-show match. Most likely, I think this is the fifth match on the card. I don't know. It, this is the fifth match on the card. Or this is the pre-show match for the card. Because we already know one match is cinematic. Which is the main event. Yeah. The year two, we don't know. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm actually looking forward to that. I think it'll be a fun little tag. I think that's gonna be that was going to come for it anyway. I love um, I Shotzi Blackheart is amazing. I think Tegan Knox is really good and me is good. I think I think they're gonna try to build up Shotzi Blackheart because she's a young up and comer lady in that division. And she's stunned. she has so much charisma. She did the promo a couple weeks ago. Um, then we had exclusive.com video, which was already referenced by a couple people, but this for some we get to see as fans. We don't follow the upcoming when I see it. Chelsea Green just fires Robert Stone out of the blue. Then, oddly enough, we get a match between. Oh, this is weird. We get a match between Aaliyah and Santana Garrett. So, this match was. Yeah, Aaliyah and Santana Garrett. So, this match starts. Uh, Aaliyah's not. Really has no offense. Garrett's destroying her, beating her. Like, this is not even competitive. Sankaria was in control the whole time. This, the point of this was not the match. It was the ending. So, Robert Stone walks out. Like, his suit's all messed up. His hair's messed up. He's out of it. And Aaliyah looks at him and, like, wondering what the world is going on. And he just feels broken. Which, I think, because he thought Kelsey Green would stay with him. Well, Chelsea Green's had a couple wins now. And she's going to say, I'm firing, I'm firing you. Which most people assume Green is going to start losing more and then goes into her hot mess gimmick, or kind of her hot mess gimmick. She did not uh, impact. Um, uh, after she loses so much, she goes unhinged. We'll see. I wonder what they're going to do with Robert Stone. Because I think, is he going to find a new client, or is he going to just have um, these round, you know, these like... We're, he's just going to try to find people through watching matches. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to find out. I'm looking forward to it. Then, I already mentioned it, but I mentioned it earlier. I, I talked about it order, but this is where we see the prime fighters of the women. Then, we get our main event, because right before this, we get Elgar- we get like uh, El Dismo Fantasma. I think I was- yeah, Fantasma is training backstage. We're about to have that match. So, Fantasma comes out first. Then we have Drake Madden come out first. Fast, uh, so at first, you, they shake hands. They do their little, you know, they do respect thing. Then Phantasma pretty much just kicks. He, they just, he just knocks him with an elbow. And, you know, this match is on because Phantasma wants to win. And it was a back and forth match. Phantasma tries to make him tap out. Nope, he gets the ropes. Dragon Maverick is holding on so much. He, right off the bat, he gets pinned for a two count, and each teammate Dragon Maverick in the corner say, "Is that two? That's two. And he really pours hard in this match. It was so much fun as the main event. Um, we go outside. 
at one point, Drake's on the outside, kind of, you know, beating him up. Drake hits this huge, like, literally huge, like, kick to knock Phantasma down. Ref's counting. Um, he gets back in the ring, tries to cover, gets nothing. But before um, they go, I think they go back out to the ring one more time. Then Phantasma picks Drake up, I think blocks another kick because he didn't get Drake didn't hit the, sec- the kick a second time. Blocks it. Phantasma hits this huge, like, German release, not release German, but like a German suplex. And you're like, oh, this is probably it. He grabs Maverick, goes in the ring. He kicks out of that. Then we go to a couple other spots, another, another submission spot. They're making Dra- Maverick look so strong in this match, and I have to give him credit. That he is playing, he's doing his part so well. It was so much fun to watch. And then the two masked men that have been kidnapping people in outside of the performance center in the SUV come in the ring and are about to interfere. Maverick's like, nope. Pretty much destroys both of them because he's like, I want to win this. Phantasma, Phantasma's on the outside. That's all happens. And then when the masked men come up, Phantasma on the outside, Drake's in the ring, Drake's out of the ring, attacks them. And Phantasma, in that confusion, gets back in the ring. We didn't... This part was kind of cool. This part we didn't really see. He gets back in the ring. And then Drake is about to get back in the ring. Drake gets back in the ring. Phantasma hits a kick, hits his finisher. One, two, three, the match is over. Phantasma wins. Drake's just kind of befuddled, and you can see Drake's emotions come out, and everybody's cheering him on. Phantasma leaves. Um, he poops away. We didn't even see him go up the ramp, I don't think. Drake's, you know, sitting there, taking, taking it all in. He rolls out the ring, bows at the ramp, and he's almost all the way up the ring. Triple H comes out, and Triple H hands him uh, hands him the con- a con- NXT contract. And you're like, wait, what? And he's an NXT. Um, he's a he's gonna be signed to NXT for, back to with his job. This is the part I'm gonna I'm gonna mention. It felt kind of weird because this storyline fully started after after Drake Maverick got released by WWE. Then a report came out today from Russell Talk saying that they are signing back some of the talent for less money. Which is a shady kind of move, but if you're still getting paid, I don't really, I don't know. It feels weird. And yes, he got his job back. It depends who else is coming back. Is, are they giving offering contracts to everybody who's who like got, they let go? Probably not. If I'm like Zach Ryder or if I'm Mac McIntyre, you're going Mac McIntyre might go back to Impact. I'm not going to get down too much in the weeds of it, but it just feels kind of off. But I I'm happy for Dick now because he is such a good performer. Either way, gone. Drake would have probably just Drake could have gone anywhere after that, after the ter- cruiserweight tournament, and looked amazing. So, more power to Drake. I really am, you know, I'm really happy, happy for him. And he's just crying and so happy that he, you know, he's back in the, in the ring. Um, really good episode of NXT. Really built up a lot of stuff. Really looking forward to the pay per view on Sunday. Uh, now I'm going to give my prediction for NXT TakeOver in your house. So, I'm going to do in the order who I think the matches will go for the card, but I'll give you all my predictions. So, I think we're going to get the women's six-way first. I think the women's six-way is going to be won by... Um, 
figure. I think they're gonna, it's going to be won by. I think it's going to win won by the heels. I think it's going to be Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai, and Kansas Ray. Only because I think the I think you want to build up Kansas Ray a little more. Giant Hill works okay. Kansas Ray Hill works not that great, but you also want to build up Dakota Kai because she has a good she needs a good amount of building for her her hill work. Then I think we're going to get Balor versus Damian Priest. I think Priest is winning that. Priest needs the big profile win. Balor doesn't. You can keep Balor spinning. He can win somewhere else on the line. And they want to build up Tim fighting Walter, which makes sense eventually whenever it can happen. Um, so I think Priest is winning that for the North American title. This is the one that's tough to call. Because do you give Johnny back the North American title and let Keith Lee fight for the world title? Maybe. I think that could be the, like, the better likelihood. Or do you keep the North American title on Keith Lee and let Johnny get back to the North, the main the main title picture? I think the first one's going to be true. I think Johnny Gargano is going to win this. He's going to be the North American championship holder. Eventually, Candice will be the women's holder. Power couple kind of thing. They both hold two of the major titles in XT. I think Keith Lee goes up to the main title uh main title card main title to fight for that against Adam against whoever wins that. I'll give him a picture for that in a second. Spoiler, I think Adam Cole's winning that. Um because I think Keith Lee is set for the world title. I think he's that good. The man has a that voice when he talks is amazing. His some of his moves, the little spot where he did with Candace where Candace on his back is trying to literally show you know, put him to sleep. Awesome. Things like that. So I think that's going to be good. Um, next on the list, we're going to talk about Camper versus K- uh, Karrion Cross. Absolutely, I think Karrion Cross is winning that. Cross needs a big win. Take over level. Easy. Camper loses nothing in defeat. And then our main event. I think... This main event's gonna be fun. This main event's gonna be interesting. I hope they do a good job. They get a job with the back, the back lot brawl. Um, I really do hope this is gonna be something for the ages. I think Cole's gonna win. I think Cole's gonna win. It's gonna be a fun match. I think Velveteen Dream's going up to the main roster. He's gonna get called up because he's pretty much done everything in XT. He doesn't. Really, he's won. Both titles, and he's won everything. Um, but I do, th- I do think it's going to be a fun match nonetheless. So we're going to end the night with Cole standing tall with the championship. Velveteen's going to go to the main roster. He's going to get um, a good showing out, out of it. Um, but I think. The- be a good takeover. I'm looking forward to it. This is a good episode of XT. I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy. I'll be back to Saturday morning to do um SmackDown recap. And then I'll be back on Monday to do the um NXT takeover in your house recap. Like I said, I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy and hope to hear from you for next time. See ya.